In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill shares a rarely heard of flight story. My high school boys, DB, Hogan, Fultz, Kanga, Graysky, Butch, and Combser all inspire our topic today. Do relationships really matter? Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Kasky. I'm the other host, Brian Neal. Good morning, Brian. <laughs> you like that? It's my DJ voice. That's very good. Very good. Sunny, it's hot. It is humid here. The spring turned to summer pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Hey, I was out in uh, Denver here a week or so ago, yeah. and I ran into some people that knew you. Yes. Uh, one person, yes. namely Rachel Lyman. Hi, Rachel. Been a friend of the podcast for many years. Many years. And she used to uh, kind of run run the table in the Chamber of Commerce arena, but now she's uh, moved on. So uh, it was good to meet her, and she's a big supporter of she the is. podcast. And she's yeah. one of those people that have, I just really enjoy what she's done with her career. And she really started, if you talk to her, she'll say, kind of all started, you know, feeding her mind sales-wise with yeah. the Advanced Selling Podcast. And now look at her. Now she's, what, did she own Denver? Is that her deal? She, she, she owns Denver. She, Rachel owns Denver. Rachel's the CEO of Denver. What do mm-hmm. you do? I'm the CEO of Denver. Like, oh, good <laughs> she, for you. She owns Denver.com. <laughs> she does. Squatting, squatter. She should. Uh, but anyway, awesome. we were out there, and so I had a chance to meet her. But one thing funny, and you travel, you're a seasoned traveler. Eh, I'm yeah. not. Okay. But you travel a lot. I do travel I, a lot. I travel once, once a month, I'm a travel maybe. snob, not seasoned. I'm okay. a snob. Well, you, but go well, ahead. You've probably had this happen, but okay. here's the deal. I fly from Indianapolis to Denver on Frontier Airlines. Yes. Not a big Frontier fan. It was okay. I do but, okay. I've yeah, been on okay. before. Yeah. So um, departure time, 11, 12 okay. a.m. Yep. Got to the airport hour early. Uh, said, you know, start boarding at ten forty, a half hour before. And I was in there, and it was it was a full flight, and so I uh, boarded. And I wasn't. I was kind of reading and doing some things and listening to a listening to an old episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Um, so I wasn't really paying much attention. Got on. Uh, fastened my seatbelt. Seemed to get up in the air pretty quickly. There wasn't a lot of uh, instruction on how to fasten a seatbelt. <laughs> Looked at my phone when we just took off. It was 11.03. Huh. So it's an 11.12 departure. And my phone was right, by the way. Huh. They left 10 minutes early. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Uh, I actually have. You have? You, you know when it happens a lot is um, Saturday nights. Sometimes also Sunday nights. But Saturday nights, crews tend to, I don't know if they call it deadheading. I don't know what that means in aviation. But they, they go home. Right, essentially, right. deadhead. I think means they go one way and they get stuck there. But um, and they they will do that on Saturday night flights. When I used to ref in the Big Ten, we'd come home Saturday night. Right. They would uh, be hustling to get out of there. And if everyone was on, they're like, everybody's on. We're gonna well, go. That's that's what it so was. Probably it could be everybody was on. Yeah, and they're like, why not? But I'm just you know? thinking of the guy who, yeah, who runs out to the, the gate yeah. at 11.09. Who uh, decided to take it off. Just broke up with his girlfriend and changed his mind. He's going <laughs> to fly right. back out to Denver and ask her to marry him. He's like, wait, wait. He's like, wow, I've never, uh, oh, never experienced that before. That's great, Because my dad used to always tell me, a, a bus can always be late. It can never be early taking off or leaving. Oh, because yeah, yeah. People, you a know, plane or a, a bus? A plane, bus. bus. Well, this was, okay, uh, was kind of like a bus. Never Frontier. Never taken off on a bus before. That's funny. But uh, so it was interesting. But oh, anyway, that was an interesting. Uh, it's a good, was a good. It was good. I loved it. I don't loved hear it. too many stories about being early. Here, lots about being late. Yeah, that's nah, great. So we know, Brian, that a lot of people who listen to the Advanced Selling Podcast are rock stars in their own right. 
If you're looking to start over with a new company that is digitally transforming the world, then CenturyLink and Level 3 might be a good option. They have joined forces. The new CenturyLink is hiring sales experts nationwide. So if you're a top sales performer and you want more out of 2018 than years past, CenturyLink is the key to ascending your career to record levels. Take the first step. Visit CenturyLink.com forward slash advanced selling and join the talent community. A member of the team at CenturyLink will be in touch soon to discuss your future. That's CenturyLink.com forward slash advanced selling to join the talent community. Beautiful. Topic today is an inspired topic, and I've been waiting a long time to do this. Bill, this summer, this is the year 2018, I have a class reunion coming up. Do you have a guess of which class reunion I have coming up from my high school? High school class reunion. Oh, it's number 25, oh, 30. That's very nice of you. It's 30. 30? 30 okay. year. 1988 was the year I graduated from high school. And uh, I have a little text trails, a lot of people do, with a lot of my high school buddies. And um, there are a lot, some of them, not all of them, uh, most of them, actually, if I'm looking at the list, are very accomplished business people. Mm-hmm. And we banter like a lot of guys. This is a guy thing, I think. They, we banter a lot, kind of tease each other. Mm-hmm. And so they occasionally, and a lot of them have listened to the podcast, but they'll joke and tease me about the what podcast. Will they, what will they say about oh, it? Oh, they'll say, like this weekend, one of the guys said that he was talking about going to um, uh, to a like a big uh, event, like a self-improvement event. He mm-hmm. said he didn't have enough money for, for the one that we were talking about. So instead, he went to the Advanced Selling Podcast event and took his <laughs> took his national sales manager who slept through the whole thing, which was all fake, <laughs> but it funny. was just kind of what we do. <clears throat> That's funny. So I've, I've been waiting for, and since we're talking about the, the, which I'm not going to the reunion, by the way, because we found out, we're from Southern Indiana. The, the reunion we found out, I found out last night, it's in a bowling alley. Oh, of course. So, of, of course, course, it's in a bowling alley, which is nice for the people that are going to go. I'm a little bit past the bowling alley. So uh, we talked about doing a podcast today about the idea of relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, relationships is a buzzy thing. My high school buddies, uh, we're all still really good friends. We've got, I think there are eight of us still that text on a pretty much regular basis. And so I thought, what 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 do relationships mean these days? We hear all the time, Bill, relationships are what it's all about, right? Relationships Mm -hmm. matter. And and do they? And there's a lot of buzz out in the marketplace. So we're going to do uh, inspired by my high school boys, uh, a show about relationships today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's our deal. So, so which one of your buddies oh. far outpaced your expectation of him oh, or this her? Is but probably him. Other than me, <laughs> uh, yeah. Other uh, than you, you know, uh, I got to tell you, when you look down the list, um, we all did. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> if, did. if you would have followed us around with a GoPro camera back when we were, you know, ages ten through eighteen, you would have said You'd these have said, guys yeah, are all on a dead end one way street, man. Speaking of dead, dead end one way, no, they've all done really well. Good, yeah, they've done really, really great. Um, all of them have. So, and they're a great, great group of guys. So, there's something right. about high school that's different than college. I like I hang out with some college buddies, some high school, but it's just different, and it's not better or worse. But the high school, it's like those years we remember so much, so much. College, a little hazy, a little, <laughs> little exactly. hazy. Because and then people from then. college just tend to disappear. To, you're like, where did that person ever yeah. go? You like never ever see him again. Yeah, where the high school? And you've got home. It's what you you, you right. like there's a kid. There, your parents are there. There's like all the stuff that and, goes along with it. And is it me or do I remember all the high school music better than I remember the For college sure. music? I there's mean, no what doubt. was popular during I, there's you know, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no doubt. So our so. memories were not ruined by alcohol no. <laughs> and other substances. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. So here's my thought about uh, 
because I do hear what you just said about uh, it's all yeah. about relationships, and I yep. think we tend we have people in our lives, or maybe we default to that. And I don't know that it's I don't know that it's not all about relationships, but I think it's one element. And so yeah. maybe the way we can start this is to define what what you and I might mean by relationship and how we can use that definition to maybe build better ones yes. with our clients. Yeah. And I, I mentioned in the pre-show, I'm doing a little work with some of my clients around the challenger sale and, and uh, you know, the challenger sale, they've got a lot of research about their theory. One of the things they do that I think is a, a mistake is they, they debunk this idea of the relationship seller. And I think they've missed with the definition of what a good relationship is. Mm -hmm. So when I'm teaching this, this is what kind of inspired this today. I always say to my clients, and if you're listening as a podcast listener, think about this. All of us have a best friend. So my best friends are on this text trail. And I can guarantee you the reason these guys are my best friends is because they will always tell me the truth. They'll always be straight with me. And they'll always welcome me back and they'll always love me no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. That's a good relationship right there. Where I think in sales, we've always been down this path of, well, the good relationship is the guy or gal you go golfing with yeah. or you yeah. do, you know, their kids really well. Or their ki- people say, well, I know their kids' names. Like that makes a good relationship. Right. I know the ki- their right. kids' names. Yeah, yeah, I know their kids' names. My yeah, I know, exactly. My Sierra. I look it up. I review their kids' names every time I, I go to make a call. So I think you got to look at the idea of, uh, what someone is able to say to you and what you're able to hear from them mm-hmm. as your definition of what a good relationship is. And I think that's got to be um, brutally honest, mm-hmm. that thing. So, so I've, got, I've got three or yeah. four things here that I don't know if this is a definition, but it's, it's like attributes of a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, so number, yeah, one is, number one is I think that a good relationship begins when there, you can create an element of safety around it. So yes. if you're calling on a a prospect, then you making this conversation a safe place for them. And I'm not talking safe spaces. Like I'm just talking a safe conversation uh, where they are willing to tell you what their pains and issues and problems are. Then that's a good start to a relationship versus the amateur salesperson that just never shuts up. Just keeps talking. Yes. So number two, or do you want to comment on that? Uh, No, the only thing I was... uh, I want everyone listening to think about that safety thing Bill's talking about, starting with you first. So do I feel safe going in? Because if you feel uncomfortable and angsty, you're going to put that energy off where if I've got some big life issue and I go to any of these guys on this text trail, I'm clean. I'm good. I'm not worried about what they're going to think of me. I'm not worried about they're going to reject me. None of that is there. Mm -hmm. I have total safety going in. And so think about your side of the so safety. So it's easier for you to create safety with them because you feel it. I feel it already. You're not it, faking it. No, yeah, no. That's good. Correct. That's really yeah. good. So the point there is that if you are in prospecting mode, yes. then and if you want to develop relationships, you gotta, you've got to create some safety. The second thing is here, I've got interest and curiosity, meaning Ooh, that's you, you really have to be interested in what their issues are, their problems, their pains, their frustrations, their goals, their aspirations. And I think it's more than it's more than golf, because how many times on the golf course do we really get to talk about that? That's right. And so I think that great relationships begin when you are caring enough that you're you'll have the courage to say, "Well, tell me, Brian, what are some of your goals over the next year?" Too? Yes, and mean it, and mean it, and mean it, and, and listen not, not, to the answer. Yeah, you're sincere, sincerely interested in that. That's really really good. Yeah. Um, I have one written down here. I wrote down healthy boundaries. A good relationship contains healthy boundaries. So when you think about uh, your clients and specifically your prospective clients, 
how and in what way do you maintain healthy boundaries with people? And that could be everything from price to um, delivery elements that people ask for? Are you someone that just throws things in because they ask for it? Are you someone that says, okay, yeah, sure. A lot of people think that that is yeah, investment right. in a relationship. That's and right. sometimes it's not. It's like, no. sometimes no. it's like, no, you, we, we can't cut that out <clears throat> because no, you need to pay full price or you need to do, do the full service deal because it's the right thing for you. And I would tell my best friend that. And I would tell them when they don't too. Mm-hmm. I would tell them when they don't too. But I'm clean on that. So I've got some boundaries around that. I've got boundaries around, you know, following the process, calling back and and making a decision. Like I'm not going to meander, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I wrote the word down, no appeasement. Ah. And I think that when we appease and, and we try to play nice, that doesn't always bode well for the relationship. No. So like you talked about, no. uh, Brian, I need 20% off of this. Yeah. And we think, oh God, we're trying to build a relationship. So I guess we'll totally, we'll, we'll take it in the, you know, and we'll take it in the shorts and we'll give them the 20%. Yeah. And that to me, that now I resent the guy. Totally. That's no good for the relationship if totally. I'm resentful. So I think you can be strong. You can still create safety you can say, look, I, I would love to do 20%. It's just not in the cards. If that means you're going to have to go elsewhere, I totally understand. Yeah. I want you to be happy and pleased. I want you to feel like you got a great deal. If you don't feel like you got a great deal at the price I quoted, then it's not it's not right for either one of us. No. And that then creates, uh, you, you become empowered there. Yeah, full on. Versus resentful. Absolutely. Yeah, I had that happen. I've got a philosophy, like I have a service provider coming to my house to do some like landscaping things and kind of... The normal thing to do is to haggle with those people. And I didn't really want to do that. I felt a little compelled to do it because of some other things. And I'm like, so I, I asked this guy for a discount. And he just gave it to me. And, and I felt almost dirty in the whole process. Because <laughs> I think what I would have rather done, because he might be resentful now, like, oh, gosh, this guy's kind of a hard at whatever. And so it wasn't a hard cut, negotiation. You cut corners. So, <laughs> totally. He's like, well, That's this right. guy's going to you know. yeah, watch I, this. I would have said, hey, man, I'm going to pay you full price. But. And I, instead of asking for more off, I'm going to ask you to give me, you know, best effort, over the top stuff. You know, I'm going to pay you full what you asked, and not even ask you to take anything off there. Yeah. But I yeah. want to see you like go to the moon with it, dude. Yeah. It better be yeah. perfect. Yeah. You know, it's more aspirational that yeah. way. I like that. You know, it's like, well, or, you know, people come to me and say, well, you know, we, 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 we I get my costs were higher, or I had to pay more for this mulch or whatever mm-hmm. in that scenario, you know, and he's crying for more money at the end. It just is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're talking about there is that. I want to respect the people that I work with. Yes. And and they also want to respect the yes. customer. And respect isn't always built by caving. No. It's just no. not. So no. appeasing no. and caving. No. And, and sometimes I wrote down That's here, great. sometimes it's not even, we don't even, it, nice doesn't enter it. It's no. not about being nice. No. It's about, we, we are here to deliver value. They are here to solve the problem. So yeah. we collectively come together and nice doesn't enter into it. I mean, no. I don't want to be mean and, and a jerk, but I don't have to. I don't have to always think. Well, it would be nice if I could give him ten percent. Right. It does not enter into it at all. And the other thing around this, I didn't have this written down, but now that we're talking about it, because this is another myth. This is going away, but it's still there. Is likability? Mm-hmm. Is that we think? Okay, so there's there's no part of me that is worried about being liked from my best friends I grew up with, and or from my clients as much as it you know used to mm-hmm. um now that's out the door it's they're either gonna you can't control that anyway yeah so that's another thing people always say well people buy from people they like that's old i know but um it's still there and people think it's part of the relationship like people don't have so relationships people with people that they don't like from people they like yeah and i would suggest that 
I will like somebody more if they deliver on the promise no they doubt. built. No doubt. Versus the personality kind of like, no oh, doubt. he's a great guy. No doubt. Uh, you know, I mean, I like, you know, we've liked each other for a while. We've been friends yeah. for a while. Yeah. And so that's based on a personality because we've been in business together. Yeah. But if you were a vendor of mine or I of yours, likability goes out the window in favor of competence, skills, yeah. follow up, those kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, even when we started together, had I not produced, you would have liked me just fine, but mm -hmm. we wouldn't have been working together anymore because I didn't add any value to your firm yeah. when we very first yeah. started you know, what, 21 years ago. So, so, so here, here's maybe the, the takeaways here is yeah. that we've given you four or five things to think about. And as you, as you progress in your year and you talk to people and you think about, well, who, where are my really good relationships? Take them through this filter and say, am I, have I really been curious with these people? Do I really know their goals? Yep. Have, have I sacrificed respect for likability and again, we're not we're not going the other way and saying you got to be a jerk. Well, I know people who are who are just jerks and and they're not good salespeople. No. So we're not going all the way to the other side. But if, especially if you're in a position where you are an advisor to them, you, sometimes advisors have to be difficult. They have to be tough. They have to be yes. They have to be indignant. Have to be. Have yeah. to be. I mean, we're in that business a little There's bit. There's no too. doubt about it. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, okay, inspired. Shout out from my boys, DB, Grayski, Butch. Fultz, Kanga, Hogan, MC, you know who you are. Thanks for inspiring another episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast. <laughs> another one. How you like another that, episode. Right? I mean, hey, if you want fun. us to uh, come see you, send us an email, listener to Advanced Selling Podcast, put in the link, come see us, and Bill and I will come out and do it. We're doing one of these live this week, actually. Yeah. Clients having us come out and do a live recording. We'd love to do that for you. Listener at AdvancedSellingPodcast.com. Come see us in the subject line, and we'll make that happen. Talk to you soon. Bye.